Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm John Morant, joining NBA Today to look over some of my favorite plays and dunks. That's right, John Morant is in studio for NBA Today. He'll tell you what he was thinking while throwing down his best dunks and reminisce on the one that got away. And speaking of dunks, they were the story of the NBA on Monday night, so who better to break them down than Vince Carter? Vinsanity takes us to the upper room. And LeBron James is questionable tonight versus the Spurs, so Woj is live on how the Lakers are dealing with his ankle injury. NBA Today starts right now. Your new home for the NBA on ESPN. I'm Malika Andrews. That's Shanae Gumake. That is Vince Carter. Zach Lowe is going to be joining us later, as well as Ja Morant. And Vince, can you guess which of Ja's highlights reminded him of you? Uh, the alley into that later in the show, but we start with a developing story on LeBron James. He has been downgraded to questionable for tonight's game in San Antonio with a sore right ankle. James suffered the ankle injury in Sunday's loss to the Grizzlies after a collision with Desmond Bain. It's the same ankle that caused him to miss 26 games last season and lingered until the offseason. LeBron, he's had some tough injury luck since joining the Lakers. His first year in L.A. ended prematurely with a groin injury, and last season saw him miss 27 games, 26 with a high ankle sprain. The only season in which he didn't sustain a significant injury, the Lakers went on to win the championship. So for more on LeBron James, we now are joined by ESPN senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Adrian, thanks for being here. The day started with LeBron being listed as probable versus the Spurs, so what caused him to be downgraded? Uh, Malika, that ankle is still sore, and so I'm told LeBron James will get to the arena in San Antonio tonight and test it out, see how it feels. Remember, the Lakers have a back-to-back with the Spurs and Thunder tomorrow, and so you know they'll, they'll get their pregame, he'll test it out, and see if, uh, and see if it's a go. So we mentioned it before bringing you in, Woj. This is the same ankle that caused LeBron to miss 26 games last season. How concerned are the Lakers with LeBron's ankle moving forward? Uh, Malika, there's not concern about this particular injury. I'm told uh, that it is not any sort of a recurrence, you know, from that uh, injury last year that cost him a couple months uh, when Solomon Hill collided with him. Uh, and he was out, and LeBron James has talked about this offseason, having really took two months off and two, two months away to rest that ankle, uh, that this is, uh, you know, this is just, uh, they hope, a blip uh, in his season, and certainly uh, there's no reason to push it uh, week one of the NBA season. Uh, but I think there's some optimism that he can be back here in short order. Thank you so much, Roach. I really appreciate it. Don't go too far in case there are any further developments here. So I said there was a a loss. It was actually a win for the Lakers. But there's a lot to talk about here with LeBron. Senior writer Zach Lowe is going to join us. But Vince, you dealt with 
ankle injuries over the course of your career. Still dealing with it. <laughs> well, so what's the key? What's the key to coming back to working back from that? Obviously, it's, you know, sometimes we as athletes, as you, I think you'll agree with this, need to be saved from ourselves. Mm. And, and we feel once we feel a little better, we're ready to go and hop back on the court. So I, LeBron is smart, and he's been through this before, and he understands he needs to be on the court, and he needs to play games. So uh, right now, it's just do what it takes, but be smart about it. Mm. You're in the back-to-back, and you have a very good basketball team. Yes, right. they're not winning right now, but it's more important to have you later on in the season than trying to tough it out now early in the season. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's smart to be smart about this, and you're absolutely correct. It's so early, and we know that everyone needs LeBron James. If you're in Los Angeles and a Lakers fan, you need him later on, so be conservative. And I do see this, you know, you know, I'm all about silver linings. Okay. I see this as an opportunity for Russell Westbrook to get going. Last game versus the Grizzlies, he had 13 assists. Anthony Davis is an MVP candidate each and every year. He's had a great start. I think he's averaging like 26 points per game early. And so this is a great opportunity for them to find a little bit of their mojo, right? To feel confident so when LeBron James joins, they know and they have that synergy playing together. So, you know, I think you're conservative with LeBron. I'm not panicking because this man, for the most part, is made of steel. Right. And he will return whenever he sees fit. And so if he comes back soon, I'm not surprised. If he comes back later, I'm not surprised. And then to add to that, I think, you know, when LeBron comes back, if your team is playing well, he understands where he can incorporate himself and kind of get back into it because right. he has the ball in his hands a lot. But you're, I agree with you. Getting Anthony Davis going, getting Westbrook, right. and even like Malik Monk, getting your, your, your guys, yeah. your others to get going and feeling good about themselves, they, then they can hit their stride. Absolutely, and we don't know right yet exactly whether or not LeBron James is going to play. We're saying if he misses time, those are the guys you're going to be looking at to step up. Who would you be looking at, Mr. Zacklow? To step up, yep. all the guys, all of the above. Get Russ going in rhythm. Give Malik Mug going in rhythm. Get Ken Bazemore to stop fouling everybody, including John Moran, who's <laughs> in the studio. Get him in rhythm. Just get all those guys in rhythm. But look, LeBron is third all-time in minutes, playoffs and regular season combined. Third. Only Kareem and Carl Malone have played more, and he's coming up on Carl. He's an unprecedented player, but he's entering unprecedented territory for a player to play at the level that the Lakers need him to play if they're going to get where they want to go. So it behooves the Lakers to take it easy with him. Look, his free throws are down. His rim attempts are down. He's been playing more of a jump shooting game before this ankle sprain. So I agree with what Chanae said, what Vince said. Take it easy. Play the long game. Let Russ cook for a bit. Let the kids, when they come back like Taylor Horton Tucker, let him cook for a bit. Take your time. <laughs> let the kids cook let for Russ a little cook. bit. Let, let them chill. So, so Chanae, when you hear that about the minutes played that LeBron James has accrued over the course of his career, what do you think should that factor in at all? I think it's slow ride. Take it easy. I know I'm not supposed to sing here. I'm going to get our producers in trouble. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I think that this is, this is all about, like Zach said, being extremely conservative. And I like the let Russ cook, but we're not talking NFL. We're talking NBA. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a great opportunity for the Lakers. I think it'll allow them to realize we have to be locked in. After their first and early losses, um, Frank Vogel was saying we spent a lot of time in video on defense. And without LeBron James there saving you on the help side or getting that catching and going and pushing the transition, it's going to reset them to really rely on each other. Yeah, lady and gents, there's never a good time for an injury. But the Lakers' next 10 games are certainly favorable. Only two of their opponents, just two, Portland and Miami, are playoff teams from last season. So this could be a good stretch for LeBron to get back to 100% 
if that is what's needed. But there is so much to get into around the NBA. So let's go coast to coast to get you caught up on Monday's action, starting with Giannis Antetokounmpo, who made his first start at center and almost had a triple-double. He finished with 30 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists in the Bucks win at center. So then we have to look at the Nets. They got back on track when they beat the Wizards behind Katie's 25 points. They were 2-2. Two and two. Durant scored 25. So then we go to Jason Tatum and the Celtics. Oh, they yes. overcame a 12-point deficit in the fourth quarter, handed the Hornets their first loss of the season. Mm. And coming up on NBA Today, Vince Carter, you're taking us to the upper room. You no, won't want to miss Vince Sanity's yeah. pick for the best dunks of the week. I hear you singing. Yes, and it's too. dunks on dunks. John Moran is in studio. Can you guess which almost dunk still keeps Jaw up at night? Mm. And the Chicago Bulls are having the best start of their season since Jordan. We're going to talk about all of that. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Monday saw five undefeated teams in action. The Hornets and Bulls both 3-0, and the Nuggets and T-Wolves, Wizards all 2-0. So let's take a look at how some of them fared. We're starting with LaMelo Ball and the Hornets. They're hosting the Celtics. So second quarter, Ball. Look at this behind-the-back pass. We got to see that again. Look at that finish. Mm. Oh, that was beautiful. That was pretty. Hey, that, Let's talk about that was the finish. Left. So, then we never had to the left. fourth quarter. Ooh. Celtics down four. Jason Tatum steps up for the three. Bucket. He nails it. Oh. It's a bucket. Tatum had 41 points. Tatum drives to the rim, lobs, and finishes. Celtics take a one-point lead. Ensuing Hornets possession here. Ball guarded by Marcus Smart. Shoots the three. All that. And sinks it. This game would head to OT, tied at 122. So over here we got Kelly Oubre. Misses the layup here. Celtics get out in transition. Tatum. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch your head! Oh, my Lord! Brown slams it with authority. He finishes with 30 points, and the Celtics win 140-129. Look at that range. All right. We got more games, guys. We're going over to Nuggets Cavaliers. Cleveland visiting Denver. Nikola Jokic turns the ball over. Lowry Markkinen. Uh, oh, what did do you like that? What did he do to you? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Second no, quarter. No, no. Nuggets down two. <laughs> Highland Bones gets the ball, puts it up. Money. Take a look again. Composo passes Uh-oh. it through the defender's legs uh. to get the play started. To so the fourth quarter, oh. Cleveland's up by five. Evan Mobley. Little scoop layup. So later in the fourth quarter, Cavaliers up by 14. Ricky Rubio finds Jared Allen. Oh, oh that throw is it. conditioned. <laughs> Allen had 21 <laughs> points and 16 rebounds. Cavs win at 99-87. <laughs> so the Bulls visiting the Raptors. Demar Derozan. This is where he lives. Makes this mid-range jumper. Chicago up by four. Oh yes. So now we have under two minutes to go. 
DeRozan again. You knew he was going to go off this game. Fade away. Yes, <laughs> Got it done. DeRozan had a game-high 26 points, so 16 nope. seconds to go. Raptors trailing by four. Lonzo Ball overthrows this oh. pass. Oh, no. Scotty Barnes steals it for the wide-open dunk. Love the rug. Up the lead to two. Eight seconds left. Last chance. Fred Van Vliet. He crosses up Nikola Vucevic. Oh, oh three. Break. Oh, oh that's that's cool. The Bulls hold on and remain the only undefeated team in the East, winning 111 108. You know, coming into this season, that was everybody's mindset was, you know, it's all about winning now. Um, we're not in a development stage. We want to win now. Um, and that was my mindset, and I wanted to come contribute to that the best way I could. And, you know, we just trying to continue to build on that. I think we have a lot of high character guys, and, you know, we all, you know, want to win and want to win together. And I think when you have a bunch of guys on the same team with the same common goal and the same mindset, you know, it makes it easier for the chemistry to click, and I think that's what's going on. So now we're down to just three teams without a loss this season. The Bulls, the Warriors, and the Jazz. And Golden State faces the Thunder tonight, and Utah hosts the Nuggets, while Chicago's next test is on Thursday against the Knicks as they try to go 5-0. and And do you guys know the last time that they went 5-0? and When? It was during the 96-97 season, the year that Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen won their fifth of six championships. And the Bulls won their first 12 games on their way to a 69-13 and record, the second best mark in franchise history. So, the Bulls are 4-0. Well, that's a, that's a good question, Vince. We can tell you that. This is the first time since 96, 97. So let's take a trip through the little time machine. Okay. Where were you in November of 1996 when the Chicago Bulls won their fourth straight game? Vince, where were you? Where was that? Where are you? College. Oh! Oh, oh yes. There you were. Oh, yeah. That's the place. There mid-range. you were. Oh, that's when mid-range. the mid-range was real, Oh, look at that. Oh! Yeah, oh. Yeah, still, I have, and you still, you that's still what got I had. No. <laughs> Yes, not this guy, not, not like this. I, All right. This was young Vince. Like I had a lot of yeah, but young Vince. Three sixty. A lot of energy. And, and Vince looks good. So I mean, bigger. that means that Chanae, Chanae Gumake. Your girl was. Where oh, you? look how cute you were. You I'm red that? then, red today. I was like three and a half, four years old. That was Christmas, and I'm wearing red today. Something's never changed. That's so cute. Little matching. Little bubbles in the hair. I guess I have to admit where I was in 1996. Younger than me. I was was a baby. I was so young. I was so little. I was, I mean, today was so cute. Yeah, I was, I was alive, Vince. Thank you very much. Okay, I was about to say, where are you? I was alive. Yes, I was. I was one year old. I was cute. I was cute. I was one. There I am. Oh, G. With my dolls. I kind of look the same, right? Yeah, you kind of do. I kind of have the same little, same little smile. My dog Bow Wow, shout out him in the back. Oh, Bow Wow, Bow love wow. it. Okay. Yeah, not Romeo, Bow Wow. Okay. All right, so Zach Lowe. Oh, there he is! You look Whoa. exactly the same. Did you hate taking that photo? You look so angry. You're like, I'm so cool, but why am I taking this photo? What, what is this, Zach? I was in college. I was in college. My college experience, slightly different than Vince Carter's college experience and leaping ability in other ways. I was probably playing cards, watching sports, and drinking some adult beverages with my buddies pictured there. I'm not wearing jorts, at least. No jorts. Amen. Uh, I mean, those are, those, are, those are borderline jorts. Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad. I, I want to keep, like, can we just put this picture of Zach up in the studio yes. somewhere? I love it. There are three remaining unbeaten teams, though, folks. Chicago. Utah, Golden State, and I want to play a little game. Are these teams for real or are they for fake? So, Vince, 
Let's start with the Bulls. How do I go first? Because I said so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm up and down with this. I say right now you look at the teams they've beaten. Mm. Mm, not right now. Sure. I got you. I Raptors, I, Pistons, Pelicans. And, the Bulls, who they yeah. Beat. So and, I, you know, and yeah. I think the test is tonight to see if they're really for real mm. because the Knicks team that is hungry yep. and want to get back. And Julius Randle playing unbelievable basketball right now. So I'm going to say for fake until we see how they play against the uh, the, the top tier. But mm. I think they're, they're they can be the real deal. If they walk in now, that I was I, I was texting with someone on the staff there this morning, and they told me, you know what, you can only beat the opponent that's in front of you. Absolutely, so and they're we taking understand. care of business. That's exactly. What so do. Thursday versus Knicks, we'll see we'll see how that kind of goes down. What, what do you think for real or? For, or nah. For real, uh, for real, for real. I think that right now the Chicago Bulls are graduating into regular season real. Mm. And I love that because, as we mentioned, you know, the teams that they beat are beatable teams and they handle their business. Now coming up, like you said, the Knicks and the Jazz going to be real tests. If they're able to walk away, and here's the schedule, 50-50, uh, New York, Utah, then Boston, yeah, then sports. Philly. This is a test right here coming up. Yeah. So, yeah. You got the answer, though? I, huh? I always have the answers, and that's coming up very soon no, as no, well. No, you said real or fake. Like, oh, they're real. They're regular okay. season real, for regular sure. Season real. Regular, yeah, regular season real. All right, so then Utah, Cheney is 2-0. They host the Nuggets. Same question. For real or not? I think they're graduating into postseason real. Oh, they've had some early exits. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got it now. I like it. Uh, You know, Utah, they have all the requisites of what a top team in the NBA Mm -hmm. should be. I mean, we talked about it earlier, you know, on this show, how offensively their three-point shots, that's their bread and butter. Defensively, they know how to defend the three. I love that they have two captains, right? You have Rudy Gobert, that's a defensive captain. You've got Donovan Mitchell, the offensive captain. So they're complete. They pace the NBA and wins often, you know, especially coming out the West. The regular season real, postseason real, but now they have to get over the hump and I feel like the next step is final. And then you got to add Mike Conley to that, who's just that veteran yes. who's been there who kind of ties it all together. And I think one thing about Utah, they just fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. But we have, you know, you don't hear a lot of people talking about Utah until you look at the standings and you see they're right atop yep. the West and in their division and in the conference every year. But it's just, what are you going to do in the postseason? Right. Like you, you, you handle your business. So I think they need to prepare themselves for the postseason. And I agree with you. Already. So for real, that's what you're saying. Yeah, for they're for real, real but, but they need to take the next step. Zach, what do you think for the Jazz? For real or not? Of course they're for real. They were the number one seeds last year. I'd like to actually congratulate the Utah Jazz. They've reached a stage of team development where I no longer care how many games they win in the regular season. (laughs) Wake me up in the playoffs and tell me, did you get as far as you thought you should have in the playoffs or are you leaving disappointed again? They're the James Harden of NBA teams. Wake me up in the playoffs. Wake me up when it's a big game. I'll talk to you then. All right, so finally then, Zach, we have the Warriors. Golden State is 3-0 with wins versus the Lakers, the Clippers, the Kings. They've conquered California. So, are they for real or not? They're for real. People were sleeping on the Warriors before the season. They have an identity. They have a style built around a superstar who doesn't play like any other superstar. They're a problem. And look, I think they're going to have some hiccups because the competition will get better and better and they won't play so great every game. But I think they're proving they can do maybe a little bit more than hold the fort until Klay Thompson gets back. And if in April and May, Klay Thompson is 80%, 85%, 90% of what he used to be, nobody is going to want to play this team in the playoffs. And they may well have home court advantage in the first round. I think the Warriors are for real, and we're going to be talking about them a lot. You weren't sleeping on them early. You were, you were one who was saying, nope, take take a look. All right, Vince, what do you think? Uh, for I real? think they're for real as well. I agree with you, Zach. And, you know, if they can hold the fort down and continue to play the basketball in the style that they're playing right now, 
Klay Thompson can just transition smoothly and in no rush and have to pressure and work hard. He can just not work hard, but just kind of overdo it. Just play his way back into shape and get ready for the second part of the season into the playoffs. So they're for real. Janae? You know, there's only one answer because I went to school in the Bay. You from the Bay. We know they're for real, for real. Okay? <laughs> and I love this. And it's time for me to hook you up fully oh, with my cheat sheet talking about the Warriors where I give you the answer to the assignment as the kids say aka what to keep an eye out for especially with the game tonight now mm -hmm. Bay Area let's turn up for them they're off to an undefeated start largely because Steph Curry is that guy and we focus so much on how he shoots but it really starts with how he moves you know what I'm saying did you know thanks to our favorite geeks at Second Spectrum Steph has averaged 2.58 miles a game running since 2013 fourth most in the league in that span that's how he gets his bucket so i think it's time for y'all to give me the tape let's go into this thanks nick all right check this out a nice little down screen misdirection that gets stuff what is it seven feet of distance i mean his catch and shoot is just amazing and he just knows how to catch you sleeping uh, and speaking of catching you sleeping when you overplay talk to me about the defender here yes just knowing your defender he said yeah you might know to play kent baysmore but i'm gonna give you a jab step and give myself 12 feet of space in 0.8 seconds boom. nice little v cut and last but not least he knows how to drag the defense to create opportunities for others he sees someone in the paint they know they're going to overact with him so he draws two what we call that a team player amen That's just, hey making plays for others and you know when you're you, you got a guy like that make plays for you you feel like boom i gotta knock down that shot exactly wiggins give him some love for knocking down the shot Steph, he does a lot with less and that's why he's so effective as a shooter everyone wants to talk about the buckets but it really is with how he moves you know what i'm so saying so smart you're so smart. It, it feels like we should be singing that, right? But we can't. No, no, I, no, we can't. I was like, oh, I got a song for that. 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 But you know what we don't got a song for? Uh -oh. We don't got a song for what Vince Carter did earlier in our studio. We're going to be talking about dunk. So we figured oh. there was no one better. I knew it. Every now and then. So, it it, it hurts so good. good. It hurts so good. Twice. Twice. I know. It hurts so good. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Brown.
My goodness, Monday night was a straight up dunkathon. So how convenient that we have arguably the greatest dunker in the history of the 75 years of this league in Vince Carter joining us today. And we're going to see some of those dunks from Monday night in a new segment called The Upper Room. So Vince, can you explain what 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 is the yeah, what well, is ladies, the upper room? Welcome to the upper room. The upper room. Yeah, you have some people who dunk the ball and it is cool. But I'm the gatekeeper. Ooh, I'm the oh, judge oh. and the jury, and I pick who's Ooh. gonna take it to the upper room. Oh my goodness. So let's roll the tape. All right, we're gonna take Nick. a look at some of those dogs. Nick, right. first up, Miles. We got Bridges. Miles Bridges on the quick walk in the park. Yes, it's a 360 dunk. Not many people can do it, and that was cool. But mm, is it enough? Whoa. Is ah. it enough? I did this my rookie year too. I'm oh. Because that man has bounce back. Look at that. It's easy. Look at the rim spin. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yes? Yeah. So, right. so, yes? Does yeah. he belong in the upper room or is he still waiting outside by the bouncer? Ooh. He's still waiting for that call to see. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, then. Let's see who's next. We got to see if Lowry Markkinen has better luck. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Roll the tape. Nick. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> All right. All right Lowry. Yeah, on the break. In one, two. Oh. And see, Yoke is standing there like. This is a business decision. He's trying to move out of the way, and mm. he, huh, bad business, bad business. Bad. Larry Market and taking it. I mean, he I didn't know. The, I didn't look know. at him. Say, is it better than the It's the MVP. Yeah, yeah. And also, like Larry Market in his face, sometimes you don't think he's got Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And then he comes in unassuming. So it's something did, when you did, body, did they when remove you body the rope? a person. You 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 stand on him. You look at him. It's good, but uh. still waiting for that call. Oh my goodness, you are a tough judge. All right, let's see if Ja Morant can get okay. into the Ooh. upper room. Oh, okay, I have a good feeling about this one. Mm, here we go, show your bounce. Oh. And see, here's the thing, it's not, he's going, he's levitating for one. Yes. And he's going away mm -hmm. from the rim. Okay. Showing the ability. Levitating, mm. going away. We said that he, show, he flex too. it. Flex. He is, and he's a little fella too. Yeah. So that says a lot about. Mm. He's eye, eye to eye. So, so. Let me explain another thing. So there's everybody's in the first row. Okay. And you gotta get through the second one. Okay. But that don't mean you get to the door. Oh, oh my gosh. But the rope, the first rope is okay. out. And he's like knocking. John Moran cannot. Okay. Move. Okay, John okay. Moran. All okay. right. John Moran gets the blessing. All right. All right. Let's see if your former teammate Vince. Hmm? Let's see if John Collins. So John Collins and I have been having a lot of conversations over the years about dunking. Oh, he he's a Florida you. boy, and I tell you what, put him on the ground. We call that a body bag. May he rest in peace. Oh. Uh, Kelly Olenek, who was, uh, I have to say, was in my basketball camp as a little kid. No way. Yes, he was. He was. So, yes, I put an NBA player in the league. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Don Collins taking it to the next level. Open in the, the ropes face. for Mr. John Collins. All right. He has now made it to the next level. So we have John Morant and John Collins standing right next to each other. There's a guy in front of you. Mm. you got to focus on catching it one hand mm. and still finish it. That means you got bounce. All right, okay. there you go. Well, good. lastly, <laughs> last night, Jalen Brown in crunch time. What did he do? He dropped a hammer. Look at that. Bang! Lord! <laughs> <laughs> it was on Miles Bridges. Lord. But see, I'm going to start here. Miles Bridges made the, the uh-oh, he jumped across his body oh. instead of blocking with the left hand. You might have had a chance. So now that puts you in ah. Mr. Jalen Brown's poster. Jalen Brown, he understands. He sees right here. He knows a man is jumping, so he quick dunks him. He didn't hold okay. it back. Quick dunk. Okay. Boom. You see right there. Quick he, didn't, dunk. he didn't cock it back. He didn't yeah. cock it back long enough because he understands he got what he's in. dealing with. So, Vince. Open the ropes for Mr. Jalen Brown. You only get one, though. We got three that have gotten through the first rope. So who, sir, is making it to the upper room week one? Drum roll. Brrr. 
Jalen Brown. The first candidate at first to enter the upper room. I love it. He's Jaylen in the upper Brown. room. And here's, here's why I picked it. Mm. Because if you look at time and score, here we say time and dunk. This was in <laughs> overtime, up three. This sealed the deal for the Boston Celtics. Okay, they didn't want to go to right? double OT. Right here. No, it's not no. like it was no a fadeaway jump shot or whatever. <laughs> he did a dunk to seal the deal. And I'm saying, Man. and when you're on the road, just think, you're talking about all the other fans looking in awe like, mmm. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, mean. I once. Once had a game winner on a dunk before, and uh, it was, I mean, sorry, it's a little grainy. It was okay, a little old. This yeah. is 2000. Oh! Shout out to my guy right here. That, my, that young man right there was Akeem Olajuwon. Oh. And I could actually say one of the great Low shot black. blockers of, of all times. I, I took it to the upper room, and you see I look at the fan like, I, I, you know, just a day at the park, you know, whatever. <laughs> you see, I was like, yeah, whatever. All right. Whatever. So it's you in the upper room. We got Jalen Brown in the upper room. And so we can see who out of all of the next ducks next yeah. week, who else gets to join in the upper room? Okay. But you know who might be in there by the end of the season? Who's coming up next on NBA Today? It's John Morant. He's here in studio. And he reveals which almost dunk still keeps him up at night. Can you, can you guess which one it is? Don't go anywhere. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This week's NBA Wednesday doubleheader starts in New Orleans with Trey Young and the Hawks taking on Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans at 7.30 Eastern. And then it's off to the Rose City for our primetime West Coast matchup. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum and the Blazers host John Morant and the Grizz. Our coverage starts with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. One app, one tap. I love John Moran. I Agreed. love John Moran. John Moran, are you listening? An incredible play by John Moran. Kid is super special. This guy's for the Where'd he go? Where'd he go? John Moran needs to be respected. You have a star that's worth coming to the game and walking through the turnstiles for. John Moran. John Morant has been on fire to start the season. After dropping 37 points in the season opener, Ja had himself a weekend in L.A., putting up 28 against the Clippers and a 40-point double-double against the Lakers. He leads the league with 35 points per game through three games. I am now joined by a man who has just been on an absolute Hair lately, the 2020 Rookie of the Year, Memphis Grizzlies guard John Morant. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. So I mentioned you've been on a tear, but let me be specific. 37 points in your season opener, 28 points on the road against the Clippers. Both of those two are wins, and 40 points, 10 assists Sunday against the Lakers. How do you rate your play through these first three games? I feel like you know, honestly, I've been playing you know very well. I've uh, been very aggressive, you know, getting inside the paint. Uh, which pretty much is, you know, the chief of the defense. And I um, just feel like I've been, you know, making the right plays, whether it's scoring or, you know, passing to my teammates. I know the end of the Lakers game didn't exactly go the way you wanted to. But despite that, folks are saying that you were the star among stars, despite the fact that many future Hall of Famers were on the court that night. What do you make of that assessment? 
I just, you know, uh, let that sink in. Um, you know, pretty much, you know, my goal is always uh, go out there and compete and always prove myself. And I feel like, you know, last night was uh, one of the nights I felt like, you know, everybody was you know, able to see me, you know, first some of the great. I covered Giannis Attentacumpo for a while, and he had this routine where after he would miss shots, I mean, he wouldn't even shower. He would go straight to the practice facility across the street when it was there, and he would just repeat every shot that he missed. How do you process what happened with the free throws at the end of that Lakers game? Uh, pretty much just the same. Yeah. Um, you know, just get back in, in the gym and, you know, just work on it, whatever it is. Um, I feel like, you know, I've been missing the shots I've been missing, uh, not counting free throws, the shot, you know, that I normally make. I really try not to put too much pressure on it, but, I'm, you know, I'm very hard on myself. So. Did you go back out there? What's the bounce back look like for you? Um, I just, you know, went back out there. Um, you know, I sat there, you know, for a couple minutes and mm. just was like, dang. <laughs> Whenever that time comes again and, you know, I'm at the free throw line uh, with the game on the line, uh, I'm going to step up to the line with all the confidence in the world that I'm make the free throws and win the game. I'm hoping that we can take a little walk and that you can break down for me. I want to talk about some of your favorite dunks that you have ever thrown down in your career. Do you think, you think we can break that down a little bit? Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. Yes. This is going to be fun. All right. I want to start. Let's recency bias, right? So let's start with this play Saturday night against the Clippers. Let's see what we got. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. Look at this. What's going through your mind when you're doing something like that? Do you think about it? Do you know it's art? Nah, it's me just really reading Defender, um, honestly. Uh, this play, I, not gonna lie, I kind of surprised myself. Oh, you, you still get to surprise yourself. Yeah, even sometimes. Even at this point. It's just me, you know, just reacting to the defense. I felt like, you know, one of those plays, uh, I was actually looking to shoot. Mm. Uh, end up pump faking and you know step through for and then it worked layup. pretty well for you so <laughs> paul george talked about how explosive you were after that game even compared to a young derrick rose that was the comparison he made then sunday versus the lakers you had i'm just gonna show it this is ridiculous joff i mean at what point did you know that was going in be honest at what point did you know um once i seen the ball just you know uh, bouncing around the rim. Uh, You're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I got me. A You're like, yeah. <laughs> I know this is gonna end. Da -na -na, na -na -na. You still get that thought? Nah, that was a tough lay. Do you watch these back? I do, I do. Yeah. Uh, with my my pops and them, we watch every game he. right after the game. Yeah. So. And he, but he doesn't let you get too high on all of your. Nah, he probably would say he would have dunked that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Justin, we just saw some of the best from you from over this weekend, and now I want you to take a look at some of the best dunks. Like I mentioned, we were walking over here, my favorite part that we've compiled over the course of your career. I mean, see, I see the smile. I see it. You're still proud of that one a little bit, right? Yeah, for sure. Look at this. I mean, that's a big guy in the middle. Flex. Can you get that? Look at Zion's face. I mean, you guys go way back. Yeah. My, it, when we was together, though, he ain't see too many dunks. Oh, see, there you go. See, I mean, that's just mean. When you pull it all the way back behind your head. That's probably my favorite dunk. Ever? Yeah. Why? Because I, I didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> I what? just tried because I barely touched the rim. I just threw it in. So. It, it was basically just like you were like a like a bat. It just, yeah, I don't I, I, 
I'm not even gonna try to dissect that. I was I, th I thought you were gonna say the best one's the next one. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it should have been an and one, honestly. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a little contact there. What are you thinking when you're going up against really big guys like this? Uh, pretty much just going to finish uh, strong, and you know during this play I was like, you know I got I gotta go dunk it. Uh, you give bigs uh, enough time to time it, uh, the ball be in the stands. Oh, and then you have the ones that are just the perfect pass like that. I mean, you didn't even finish that. I thought you were gonna finish it with the the finish with a different hand than. I think I'm left-handed. And then you want it. You <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. I mean. Do you, what do you like best? I mean, obviously the makes, but some of your misses are also pretty <laughs> incredible. Do you replay the what the what could have been? Yeah, I, I replay the, the Kevin Love dunk a mm. lot. Yeah. A lot. What yeah. do you think when you think about it? It's probably would have been the best dunk ever. Uh, <laughs> definitely for me and yep. definitely could have been, you know, one of the top dunks uh, in the league. It kind of reminds me of Vince Carter. Mm, yeah, with the little, uh, yeah. It's over afterwards. <laughs> Do you plan out the celebrations post, the flex or the this or any of that? Nah, it's just how I'm feeling at the moment. Sometimes I might just run down with a little mug or mm -hmm. sometimes I might scream or flex. Uh, I, I act like I'm, you know, the strongest man in the world after a good play. Yeah, see, there you go. It's, it's, a, it's a fake it till you make it, but you've made it plenty of times. Jaw, thank you so much for joining us. That was so much fun. I'm gonna have to, little left-hander now, I'm gonna have to have to work <laughs> I appreciate it, John. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's some uh, high praise from the young star, John Morant, for the one and only Mr. Vince Carter. What does it mean to hear that? Oh, I mean, it's a great feeling. I mean, the older guy uh, for, for me and then young guys kind of mention your name, especially with all the athletes and, and inspirations there are today. Uh, I'm truly thankful, especially an elite like him. Absolutely. Now, tell me, what do you see in his dunks that you love? Because you are... Mr. Iconic where, where, where do we start from that? It's just his athleticism and his ability and his willingness to dunk or jump over anywhere or through someone. So with John Morant, he's just so quick in his explosiveness and he has setups. He has his stop and starts or he just get by you or sometimes I'm just going to just be an athlete and just jump right. over and through you. So let's roll the tape here. Here's, here's an example of his quickness. Great. So you see here with the split. Oh! So his dribble sets up his, his ability he, right there. One. You see that? He splits, and then it's just a quick tap, tap, up, and he's gone. Like, some bigs can't do that. He makes it look so easy. What was that? The tap, tap? Can yeah, I do so that? Yeah, so he, he split. He goes okay. here, he split, he goes split here, tap, tap, Ooh, and then he's gone. Okay. Still got it. That. Almost done. Still that. got it. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, but okay. I did it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then here's the other one. Here's his, his straight quickness, outrunning guys in transition, and that's when he's is scariest because he can do whatever coast coast. he wants to do because the lane is open. You see here, slow to fast. Let me bump you to slow you down. And then he leaves his defender, and you see everybody's like, they're making that business decision. Yes. It's the swipe because if you stand in front of him, everybody saw what he tried to do to Kevin Love. But you saw the defender was on his back, so what was he able to do? He was basically able to post, right, post him up in the open. Oh, yeah, that's it. All you want to do is slow the guy down. So if I hear, I want to slow you down because I know you're out of the play. Once I get into the paint, anywhere in the paint, because he knows his ability. And that makes my business decision over yeah, here, right? He knows his ability. If, if leapers, we think like this, this much space and you're there, yeah. you have no chance. It's game over? So once, yeah. And you saw Ricky Rubio who's standing right here. Ricky Hellside. Rubio says, Hellside. no, I'm man. Good. I'm good. No, man. I'm going back to my guy. 
and I'm gonna watch John Morant make a highlight. <laughs> I'm good. I don't want that problem. And that's why he's so, exactly. So that's why he's so explosive. And John Morant, I appreciate the shout out. But you, my man, you have ability, and you will be in the upper room soon. <laughs> Very simple. You you still have the handles though. Yeah, you got all that. Now I'm talking about you. Oh. You still have the handles. Uh, oh, uh, let me get it. Oh, lefty. Oh, I got you. Uh -oh. It's a warm up shot. It's a warm up shot. Your girl's got it too. No, but that was great. That was. But great. yeah. So the last one. Let's just let's break down the almost dunk. Oh, okay. Let's break it down. <laughs> you know, because I want to talk about this a little bit. Oh my goodness. You see that? Oh my gosh. Sheesh. Kevin Love, boy, it was almost over. So taking over. Okay. So, so right here, let's pause it right here. So he talked about he talked about how he almost made that dunk. If I'm him, here's what I would say. He, that's what he said. He said he cocked the ball a little too far. He okay. wanted to make a real highlight. So I'm he here. got to here. He brings it back here yeah. instead of just bring it here. Okay. Because if you notice when he hit Kevin Love, He's six eight six nine. Yeah. That's a lot of body to kind of knock you off. But if he's already here, it he can still take it in. and you punch it in. Got you. And he makes that highlight. I get you. I guarantee he'll know next time. There you go. But I like how you did one. Your, your suit, <laughs> So in the spirit of 75, we're going to take a look back at some notable debuts that happened today. And you've got to hear the story about Michael Jordan from Vince Carter. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So October 26 has seen some notable debuts throughout the years. Let's start with Michael Jordan in 1984. He faced the Washington Bullets and scored 16 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds in the Bulls' win. Also, 1984, Charles Barkley made his debut for the Sixers. Uh -oh. He had 11 points, 6 rebounds, and a block in 27 minutes. It was a 10-point win. And then the all-time assist leader, John Stockton, also played his first game that year and had four points, five assists, two steals for the Jazz as they lost that game against the Supersonics. And a year later, Patrick Ewing, Ewing debuted for the Knicks. The number one overall pick had 18 points and six rebounds in 44 minutes against the Sixers, but the Knicks lost that Please game. Please tell me y'all know the song in the background. Push it. Push it real good. Okay, okay. Just checking. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. So Vince, you played against, you want to keep feeling old? You played against all of those Hall of Famers. And I want to do a little story time with you. So let me set the stage. Stage. It's 2003. All-star game. It's in Atlanta. Atlanta. Tell me. So 2003 in Atlanta, MJ's last all-star game. And... It was, uh, I was... Janae and I were on our way to grade school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the NBA, uh, if you would, kind of encouraged, hey, it's probably a good idea that MJ starts in his last game. Mm -hmm. That was a no-brainer for me, sure. but, you know, you go through all the protocols, and I remember walking in, All-Star, you know, all of the festivities, you know how All-Star weekend is, this is bananas, and MJ's in, in the back doing what MJ does with, with Ahmad and all those guys, and I walk in, and I said, hey, MJ, um, you know, it's your last All-Star game and everything, you're going to start. He said, no, you earned it. 
I said, no, 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 you don't hear me. <laughs> You're going to start because I didn't want to get blackballed. I didn't want the NBA and the world like, how, you, how is Michael how did you Jordan finally, yeah, how is he not starting his last All-Star game? Yes. So he's like, no, 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 you earned it. Go ahead, go ahead. So I go back in, get dressed, and I'm like, man, there's no way. So I go shooting right here. That's, that conversation right there is where I'm telling him. And he's telling me, he's like, you earned it. I said, you're going to do it. So I said, MJ, look here. I am going to walk into the back of the locker room during starting lineups because I'm not, you're going to start. I'm not about to get blackballed. So I started walking in the back and they call him out. Boom, he walks out, starting lineup and everything good. Right here, you see patented MJ fadeaway yes. over Sean Marion. I mean, if you notice right here, nothing but net. We tried our best. We're yelling to stop the game right yeah. there. It was like seven seconds, I think. We're just like, stop the game, stop the game. Yep. Well, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Being Kobe Bryant, he wanted to win the game. Oh. The show. So he gets the ball out of a timeout. He gets fouled by Jermaine O'Neal, hits both free throws, and we lose. Oh, <laughs> oh my we god! We end up losing that game. But it, 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 was, it, was, it was memorable so just watching MJ uh, for the last time in the All-Star game. And, you know, I grew up watching MJ and mm -hmm. shooting the fadeaway, and he hits it right there in that moment, All-Star game. We were like, NBA, this is it. This is yeah. how you close in, in error and in an unbelievable career from MJ. But So, so that's MJ. What, wow. what, what about Patrick Ewing? Uh, <laughs> well, Pat, Pat Ewing is one of my guys, and if he's watching this, he's going to be mad. Love you, Pat. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I, as, as a young dunker, you know, I, I come in, uh, you, know, you have a dunk list. I had a dunk list, and there were just guys that I wanted to dunk on who I respected as great shot blockers. I need a copy of this list, please. Right? <laughs> please run it back, I mean, we, we saw Olajuwon earlier, and, and obviously Patrick, Patrick Ewing is one of the guys that I respected. And, I mean, sorry once again for the green. It was a little older. This was a while ago. <laughs> But um, for some reason, you see my reaction here. It's like I was excited. So I typically, after a dunk or a highlight, I don't really go home and go watch Sports Center. Sports Center was around. Yeah, I don't really go home and watch Sports Center. Yeah, you're and not highlights. that old, then. Come on <laughs> now. Yeah, but I don't go and watch highlights like that. But for some reason, that night, I went home to to watch that highlight that I dunked on Patrick Ewing. It was I don't, I don't know. And you can see the excitement in that. For some dunk, reason, so. he says for some reason, no, not because like I wanted yeah. to go and get some popcorn and put my feet up. I would have done the same thing. I was checking the box. I would have Yeah, I, I, no, it, it was just something like yes, I dunked on Patrick Ewing, and that was some excite, excitement in, in that dunk. You know, it was pretty cool. Well, you know who who might watch back their dunks. I'm not sure about this or not, but maybe Giannis Antetokounmpo because the Bucks are on ESPN's Power Rankings. We're going to talk about that coming up. Who else Ooh. is on there? I think was it the Jazz? Yeah. So here's the top five in the power rankings according to ESPN.com. The Bucks are first, followed by the unbeaten Jazz. Nuggets are third, the Nets are fourth, and the Warriors are fifth. Chanae, who you like, who you bumping? I like all of these. I think this is a respectful list, a respectable list. I like the Bucks number one, and I want to give a little bit of love to the Heat, who are at six, I think, in our rankings. All right, what do you think, Vince? I agree. I think the Heat uh, definitely have a, a shot in, in being in the, in the top five in the power ring as well. All right, Zach, what do you like? The Bucs at number one, they're just, you know, they have half their team is injured and they're just cruising right along. Oh, look, there's drama over there, right. drama over there, drama down there. But we're just totally chilling, defending fine. champions. It's don't totally don't look over here. We're good. Yeah, well, there you go. Next, we have NFL Live. Enjoy that coming up, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Yeah.